This is Chad Brashears, and you're listening to Never In My Wildest Dream podcast. This podcast is about creating a behind-the-scenes look with coaches, fans, and reporters from our point of view, sharing cool stories as only we've lived them. The goal is for you to learn something new to help your life and allow yourself to take a break from everyday chaos and let us give you a behind-the-scenes look into our world. Never In My Wildest Dreams podcast begins in... Good morning and welcome to Never In My Wildest Dream Podcast. Today is Sunday, February the 21st, 2021. 21st day of the second month of the new year. Looking forward to today's show. We are going to talk sports rap. We're also going to talk a little bit about what I hear at church today. And we are going to discuss yesterday's scrimmage and how we need to get better and what our week looks like as we go into an opening week of basketball for South Hagerstown High School. Let's first start in the world of sports. Novak Djokovic won his ninth Australian title and his 18th Grand Slam of his career yesterday in Melbourne, Australia. Now on to NBA games from yesterday. The Hornets beat the Warriors 102-100. to The Heat beat the Lakers 96-94. to The Bulls beat the Kings 122-114. to the Suns beat the Grizzlies 128-97. The Wizards topped the Trailblazers 118-111. The Spurs and the Knicks were postponed, as well as the Pacers and the Rockets. On to today's game. The Celtics will be in New Orleans to take on the Pelicans. The Thunder are in Cleveland to play the Cavaliers. The Pistons are in Orlando to take on the Magic. The 76ers are in Toronto to play the Raptors. The Knicks are hosting the Timberwolves. The Denver Nuggets have traveled to Atlanta to take on the Hawks. The Brooklyn Nets are in L.A. to take on the Clippers. And the Sacramento Kings are in Milwaukee to take on the Bucks. On to the world of college basketball from yesterday. Number one, Gonzaga Bulldogs beat San Diego 106-69. Illinois tops Minnesota 94-63. Duke beats Virginia. 66-65 66-65 to 65 at Cameron Indoor. I believe that with Johnson removing himself from the roster, Coach K is able to circle the wagons and get everybody back on the same page, and it looks like they're starting to play Duke basketball. Vanderbilt loses to number 8 Alabama, 82-78. to 78. Oklahoma tops Iowa State, 66-56. to 56. Villanova beats UConn, 68-60. to 60. West Virginia beats Texas in a furious comeback, 84-82. Kansas beats Texas Tech, 67-61. Florida State beats Pittsburgh, 79-72. Arizona tops number 17, Southern Cal, 81-72. Kentucky beats Tennessee, 70-55. Coach Cal's kind of got those guys rolling a little bit. It just takes a little bit of time with the new roster. Missouri beats South Carolina, 98 to 73. San Diego State beats Fresno State 75 to 57. There are two postponed top 25 games from yesterday. Oklahoma State and Baylor were postponed. Arkansas and Texas A&M are postponed. On to this afternoon's contests. Michigan and Ohio State, usually a gridiron matchup in this category of top 10. Now we're doing it on the hardwood. Number three, Michigan is at number four, Ohio State. Cincinnati travels to number six, Houston. Penn State is at number 11, Iowa. And number 21, Wisconsin, is at Northwestern today. That is all for the world of college basketball and sports. 
We will talk about what I learned at church today when we come back. Never in my wildest dreams podcast begins in three, two, one. Welcome back to Never In My Wildest Dream Podcast. Going to talk a little bit about what Pastor Patrick talked about at church today. It's about meeting expectations. You know, we always put these limits and set these limits on if we're going to meet these expectations or not. And the problem is, is once we set those expectations and we don't meet those needs, we feel insufficient. Or our partner in life, boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse, might not feel as though we are doing enough to support them or do what they, in essence, in their mind, are requiring us to do to be part of that team, that relationship. So if we never truly set expectations, then we're never going to go down the wrong hole. And the problem is we don't realize this, and I've never thought about this today, every decision we make in a relationship, whether it be boyfriend, girlfriend, marriage, work relationship, co-worker, any of that stuff, we are truly volunteering ourselves to be in that position because we are saying we want to be a part of this and we are excited to be a part of this, but we are volunteering ourselves to be in that spot. I will discuss yesterday's scrimmage in our next segment, but you know, the toughest part about a relationship or a team or anything like that is we over me. And, you know, that's one thing that we talk about a little bit here and there, but it's true in every facet of your life. If you actually look at every single situation as a we over me in a situation that's more than just about you or involves just more than you, you will be more successful because of that. In the last two years in the relationship that I'm in, it's more about we 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 use that a lot because that's a context of where the relationship's at and it's the most important part of it because of that and i look forward every single day to doing we things not necessarily me things and for the first time in my life i can actually admit that i am more excited about we and i think totally less about me and it's the best feeling in the world this is what pastor talked about today we over me expectations and trying to live up to them if you don't set expectations or if you as we set expectations we will meet them because we both know exactly what is truly going to be expected so there's less issues and tension and not meeting expectations that you didn't know existed that's what today's church was about it was a very awesome um sermon look forward to listening to that from pastor patrick and he uh, once again brought it and he is very good at speaking to everybody in the church and hitting hitting it home on a regular basis. The next segment we will talk about is our scrimmage from yesterday. So we will talk about that when we come back. Never in my wildest dreams podcast begins in three, two, one. Welcome back to Never in My Wildest Dreams podcast. Looking forward to talking about our scrimmage from yesterday. You know, scrimmages are an area of growth. They're also an area of finding out a little bit about who you are and uh, what you can be. And yesterday, we kind of got hit in the mouth a little bit in the scrimmage early. You know, we were shell-shocked, I think, at the speed, the physicality, the understanding of how possessions are very vital and how much 
taking care of the basketball is an important situation at the varsity level. I have a lot of guys that are moving up from JV to varsity. I have one returning player from the varsity level who's never run the position I've asked him to run. So with that being said, 11 kids yesterday were all new to a varsity position on our roster as we scrimmaged. First quarter was a little ugly, but we were able to figure out what we were doing wrong. Quarters 2, 3, and 4, I wanted to figure out how well we could compete. I challenged them to win in certain areas on the floor, hustle areas, toughness areas, and I wanted to see what they thought they could do better in order for us to be more successful. As each quarter went on, we were getting better and better, and that was the goal of it. I didn't change a lot of stuff in the scrimmage. I kind of kept it basic. I wanted to see how we would react. And, you know, that's probably the best part for us at this point because I feel as though if we continue to grow, even though it's a short season, we have six games, and it's like three weeks from now we're done, I need my guys to grow moving forward. You know, ironically, today's an off day, so we really can't have any practices today. We can't have any Zooms today. So we have group chats, and in my one group chat is part of my Sunday discussion. I kept it pretty basic, but I kept it pretty open. I said, after yesterday, I realized that I need to do stuff better as a coach, too. I understand that I'm learning about you guys as much as you're learning about me. I'm going to ask you a few questions to help both of us become more successful right on the spot. I feel as though me holding myself accountable to them is going to change the way that we interact and work together. The first question I asked is, how do you like to be coached? Hard or soft? Hard, you know, yell at you, get in your backside, make it tougher on you, demand things out of you, or soft. I'm going to put my arm around you, I'm going to pat you on the backside, tell you you're doing a great job. We're going to talk about your mistakes instead of yelling about your mistakes. I'm going to challenge you, but it's in a totally different way that's a lot easier for you to take if you've never truly been challenged at the rate of being yelled at. That's the first question. Second question is, can you handle direct criticism? And how do you handle direct criticism? That's important because I'm going to look you square in the eyes and I'm going to tell you what you're not doing right, what you did wrong, what we expect. And if you can't handle that, it's going to be very difficult for you to understand where I'm coming from and how I can coach you. Question number three, are you willing to give me your very best no matter what you do on and off the court each day? And I honestly am going to hold them to that, that accountability because if they're not giving me their very best and they admitted it in the text messages I've got back from them now, I can go back to the text and be like, yo, on the 21st of February, you said you wanted to be held accountable and that you're going to give me your very best and that's not it. And the last question I asked them, how do I earn your trust as your coach? Because if I'm not earning your trust and you're not believing in what I'm talking about, we're in a bad spot. But I need to figure out how I can earn your trust in order for us to be on the same page. You know, I go back to a lot of the Michael Jordan stuff. And the one thing I have sitting here in my office is, after a tough loss or a bad day, my attitude is going to be really simple. I will see you tomorrow. See, I have an obligation to myself, our fans, our players, South Hagerstown High School, my family, to everybody. If you're going to take time out of your day to watch our games or come to our games, either at our place at the field house or on the road, I have an obligation to give you my best, to give you my very best all the time, and I signed it. These text messages back from the guys, they're signing it. I'm requiring their best now, but I also know how I'm going to coach each kid individually 
because I have learned that each player needs to be coached individually to get their very best for the team. I have played for coaches who coach one way. It's been successful for them. But as a person that has bipolar and borderline personality, I can honestly tell you they screwed up most of the kids that they coached because it was their way or the highway, which I think accountability is important. But if you're going to continuously break a kid down and destroy a kid's confidence and destroy a kid's feeling of self-worth in order for you to get them to make a cut in an offensive set or get up in a gap on a defensive set, you're going about it all the wrong way. And way too many old school coaches don't care that they've ruined kids' minds moving forward because they only cared about the wins and not the people they put across the stage. I don't coach that way. I worry about my guys every single day. I had multiple phone conversations yesterday afternoon. I had multiple text conversations yesterday afternoon. It is rolled into today, which is Sunday. We're 24 hours from our scrimmage, and I'm still talking to these dudes every single moment of the day figuring out how we can get better because, ironically, at 7 o'clock tomorrow night, we're tipping it at the field house again. We go against our rival north. We're going to find out what we're made of. Two dudes are going to have to sit out tomorrow because they got a little banged up. I need them for six games. I don't need them for a scrimmage. So I'm going to rest them and make sure that they're getting what they need in order for us to be more successful. I am looking forward to keeping you guys in the loop on how we think. Here's what our schedule looks like. We play tomorrow against North. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, we will be having practices, very light ones, um, probably more walking talks, getting a lot of shots up, getting ourselves ready. At 6 p.m. on the 26th, we tip up against Hancock. It is our first game of the season, and that's going to be here before you know it. So as we get closer to that, I'll keep you guys in the loop on what's happening with South Basketball. That is today's show. Looking forward to tomorrow's show, a little Monday motivation, sports wrap, talking about the North-South rivalry, as well as having people on the phone lines. Thank you for listening to Never In My Wildest Dream podcast, and we will talk to you soon.